0: Welcome back to Up The Villa podcast. Delighted to be joined by LB, Manchester City fan. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm all right, man. Still a bit
1: gutted off, um, off of yesterday's performance and result. Obviously, driving 3-3 to uh, Spurs, especially that referee decision in the last minute or so. <laughs> Who knows whether we scored or not, but yeah, man, um, I'm all right, though. Personally, I'm all right.
0: Good stuff. So we'll start off just getting your thoughts on what it was like to win the treble, finally in our club now, winning the Champions League, <laughs> European Cup. So you're in esteemed company here now. Uh, so what, what was last season like? Because, you know, you, you were quality last season. It was weird, man, because
1: you're right, we were quality, but not for the first half of the season. In fact, for the first half of the season, we, we, we were pretty bad. Um, you know, relative to where we want to be successful, right? Obviously, yeah. our bad is, is obviously <laughs> yeah. a lot of other people's great. But, like, there were some <laughs> real disappointing performances in that first half of the season, especially, I think, maybe around Christmas time. Some just proper weird performances. Like, the team almost just didn't look like it, like, wanted to play football at times. And I remember there was one game, I can't remember what game it came after, but Pep Guardiola in the in the post-match Interview said, These are not my players. I don't recognize these players. I don't know what I'm seeing. And that's what it was like as fans. We were just like watching it. It was so weird. Like, because you know, obviously, we have quality players. That's no surprise to anyone. Yeah. And when you watch them perform at a bad level, you just like, What's going on? Yeah. You, know, you just want to shake them. You know what I mean? Come on, man, perform. Because if you can perform, there's trophies there at the end of the season. And it was weird. And obviously, then the 115 charges dropped and boom. Overnight, we just completely changed. Um, You know, the whole club, United, together. You know I mean? The fans just got behind the team, got behind the the club. Um, I think the the manager obviously put out a really passionate statement in a press conference and basically said he's never going to leave, which riled up opposition fans and opposition managers and and owners, probably. Um, And everything just clicked from there. And basically, from that day of the charges, everyone just got United together. And sometimes you need that, don't you? When things are going against you, you know what I mean? Things aren't really going for you. You need something just to click for you. And it doesn't have to be your club being alleged of financial doping. It can be anything. It can be a dodgy refereeing decision, can unite the fan base and really get, get each other behind. It can be a red card, a big tackle, maybe a big result, anything. It was just so happen for us. It was, it was those charges that dropped that really sort of um, pushed us forward. And yeah, the second half of the season, I mean, we were just incredible, incredible. It's probably... One of the best teams I've ever seen, um, you know, live for me, I still probably say Barcelona under Pep Guardiola for me personally it was the best team I've ever seen. Um, but it was certainly up there, it's got to be top, top three, top four teams ever. I mean, it was unreal. We, I mean, look at how we just dismantled Real Madrid and Bayern Munich at home. I mean, yeah. 3 0 and 4 0, something like that. Yeah, I mean, it was, we, we. They didn't lay a glove on us. You know what I mean? that that oh, Incredible. So, yeah, to win the treble was insane. To finally win that Champions League, it's been a long time coming. Um, And hopefully now we've won it. The pressure of having not won it is no longer there. Because I think that's what stopped City from winning it in previous years. I think the reason that we it took us so long is the pressure to win it was so high. I mean, because the year before, um, I think it was the year before when we played Real Madrid and we got beat at the Bernabeu. I mean, we we were the better team in both of those games. It just we crumbled in the last minutes. Chelsea in the final, Pep Guardiola doing the madness. The reason we we took so long to win it is just because we would not won it. We're making silly mistakes. So it was fantastic that we won it a treble, beating Man United in the final. the first ever Manchester derby FA Cup final to win that, um, and obviously the only team that's won the treble in this country to sort sort of beat them on the way. It was it was insane. So yeah, I, you know it's obviously a very rare occurrence. It's only happened what twice um so yeah it was just it was insane man and uh yeah complete football man it was it was it was special it was super special
0: so this season has its sort of next phase of how do you top that how how can you how can you do better than that and i think the one thing would probably be winning the premier league four times in a row never been done before so you know that that's that's a big sort of challenge for man city this season but what have you made of man city so far this season we all know that you sort of click into gear sort of like 2024 you'll start sort of Steamrolling yeah. teams, the winds all keep just churning out. So, how ha- have you made the start of city season?
1: Um, interesting, really. And depends on which part of the season you, you, you look at it from. So, like, I don't need my club to be top of the league right now, yeah. Because as we've seen last year, being top of the table in October, November, December, January, it means nothing, yeah. You know I mean, there's only one match day that, that that matters, and that's match day 38, right? That's the one that, yeah. that um, so when Kevin De Bruyne got injured on match day one against burn after 20 minutes, pulling in hamstring again, I sort of said to myself, look, without Kevin De Bruyne, um, you know, John Stones obviously is not the most consistent guy with his with his with his fitness. I you know, I don't need City to be top of the table. What I was saying is just be within sort of six to seven points of whoever's top by the time Kevin De Bruyne gets back in January. And if that happens. I'm happy then because you say we usually kick on in the second half of the season. I back my team to 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 get back, um, you know, to the top of the table in 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 the five five six months or whatever. Um, so based off of that, right now you'd have to say, well, there's nothing to moan about, right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're three points behind Arsenal. Um, Kevin's back in a month. I think we've got four more Premier League games or five um, before he's back. So um, yeah, everything's sort of chill you know everything's on, on on target we're top of the group we're in the next round of the champions league um we've got the club world cup in december or this month actually in saudi arabia you know everything's going to plan which it is so i'm not gonna sit in a moan. the only thing i would say is i do feel like we've mastered we've missed a big opportunity in these last three games um chelsea you know we had chances to kill that game off when we were winning didn't pay the price liverpool we're, we're the better team man we were the better team and again up, didn't kill the game off, chance scores a great goal. Yesterday, I mean, we were by far, again, by far the better team. I mean, the on chances, creation, everything, every metric you look at it on, we were the better team and we just didn't kill the game. You know, we didn't get that second clear goal. And if we would have got the second clear goal against Chelsea, I I believe we would have won. If we would have got the second clear goal against Liverpool, we would have won. If we would have got it yesterday, we would have won. But we're not. We're hanging on at the moment for one goal lead. And it's just unfortunate that our defence isn't defending properly and conceding too many goals and it's not being solid. Um, So, based off of that, if if you look at it right now, I'm a little bit disappointed that we find ourselves three points behind Arsenal because we could have been four points ahead of them and we should have been really because we should have killed those games. However, if I take a step back and look at the wider perspective, I can be like, you know what, this is kind of where I was saying I kind of would accept being... Um we've got Kevin De Bruyne coming back next month and I do believe that when Kevin De Bruyne comes back providing we can keep our players fit we'll win the league again um, but, so yeah it's a bit of a weird one you know happy content but also feel like we've had a missed
0: opportunity Yeah one piece of big business that you did in the summer was the introduction of Doku who kind of feels like a different type of player for Pep it feels like I mean, it's very different to Grealish. They both do different things. They both offer different things. So how have you sort of felt seeing that sort of change in a player like Doku, who's sort of more of like an individual when you watch him? You know, he tries to take players on. So how's the introduction of him been? I think he's brilliant. I I
1: really, really do. He looked tired yesterday. I'm not sure what was going on
0: yesterday. Then he went off with some
1: sort of injury. So I'm not sure whether he was was fully at the races yesterday. But, um, yeah, one of our problems was last season few problems we won the treble. Um but <laughs> all our wingers were all very samey. Yeah. You like you had hmm. Grealish, Mares, Bernardo Silva, um all very ball retention focused. You know, great, great for massive games. You know, you go into the Bernabeu and you're under pressure, you know, having Jack Grealish on the pitch, having the Mares is Bernardo great because they hold the ball. They never lose it, right? But in other games when you need to break a team down or that that sort of style ain't working, we had nothing because we sold Sterling, we sold Sane a couple of years ago, and we sold Jesus, um, another player that could play on the wing, all fast, you know, direct sort of wingers. Um So yeah, last season, last summer, I said I wanted us to sign a Pacy winger. We never we never went out and done that, and then obviously we've gone and got Doku, and it's just a breath of fresh air. It's something different. Is is what we need. Is what we needed. Not because. Yeah. We need him to play right wing because Bernardo ain't good enough or Foden ain't good enough. And, and the same on the left. It's not because Grealish ain't good enough. It's to have options. Mm-hmm. It's to have options. It's, it's So that if Grealish ain't working on the left or Bernardo ain't working on the right, you can swap him out and put Doku in. You know, So it's, it's about having optionality. And we didn't have that last year. Not that it cost us in the end. Um, but, but even though it didn't cost us, that doesn't mean that you can't just continue with it. You've got to continue to evolve, right? So he's been a brilliant sign-in. Um, Only 40 million or whatever, which, you know, looks to me like it's going to be a steal. 21, 22 years old, so direct, takes players on for fun. Um, You know, he's he's already got like seven goal involvements um, so far this season. And he's he's actually one of the only wingers that Manchester City have bought under Pep Guardiola that's actually working in his first season. Because Grealish took a while, Bernardo took a while. Um, Sterling didn't hit the ground running in his first year with Pep. Uh, Sane didn't, Mares didn't. Doku's the one that's broken the mould. And he's just so excited, man. He's so excited. So, yeah, brilliant signing. Super happy with it. Great great price, great potential. And, uh, yeah, like 10 out of 10 signing. I'm I'm really happy with it.
0: Last season, you had Arsenal as your main sort of title challengers. This season, it looks like Liverpool are back in that mix. Um, So, how, how do you feel like the race for the title will go? Are you a bit concerned that the sort of, like, more than one team in it? Because it feels to me, if you look at the table at the minute, you know, top six, seven, you know, it's so tight and teams are sort of taking points off each other. Are you a bit concerned by that or or not really? No, bring it on, man. It's exciting, isn't it? You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? People always
1: moaning about the Premier League or City win it every year, man. I mean, you got Arsenal on 33 points and you could go even all the way down to to Newcastle on on, twenty six. You know what I mean? Like, you know, there's so many teams that you could put. You could legitimately say Newcastle are still in a title race. I mean, what? Well, they're only like seven points behind. You know, they're, they're still they're still there. So, I think we're in for a great season. Title race, um, top four is going to be super cool. Um, I do agree. I think Liverpool are back. Um, they they certainly look like they're, they're 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 available. They did show some some vulnerabilities yesterday defensively. Um, But they got the job done, which is sort of the main thing. So yeah, I think Arsenal, Liverpool are both both right up there. I think people, even though we're three points behind Arsenal, I still think people would say City are favourites, especially the fact that we're three points behind Arsenal. John Stones has only played four games and Kevin De Bruyne's played 20 minutes. You know what I mean? And they're two of our key, key players. So bring them back into the team. um, And I still think everyone would probably still say City are favourites. But Look, it's super exciting, man. You know, this is this is great for the Premier League. I do not buy into all these people that say the Premier League's dying. You know what I mean? What are you talking about? You know what I mean I look at, it at the table, I think it's incredibly exciting. You, know, you got Villa up in the top four, uh Tottenham having a bit of a meltdown now, but they started the season well. Um, I just think it's such an exciting season. I mean, it's difficult to call anything, really.
0: Yeah, so we'll turn our attention then to our game. So, what have you made of Aston Villa so far this season?
1: Yeah, great, great team, obviously. You know what I mean? They're the Emery, third best manager in the league, in my opinion. Uh, I think that's um, I think that's a widely accepted sort of fact now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think we had the discussions last year, but now I think people are looking at it and saying, yeah, he is the, the third best manager in the league. Um, great team, exciting team. Um, yeah, I mean, what, what more to say? Just, you know, he's doing very, very well. You're in the top four. That's got to be a target man now for me, you know, for Villa. None of this. Oh, no, we'll see how it goes. No. That you're in there now, you know what I mean. I think you're better than than Spurs. That you got a better, deeper squad than Spurs. Newcastle, obviously, a clear threat, and that that for me is your clear um mm. competitor for that. Um, But <clears throat> you know they've got um, a big season ahead of them as well with the Champions League. You know they they're probably going to go out, but they still they could potentially still get out of that group. Yeah, I'm looking at Villa, man, and I'm thinking, why not, man? Why not full send for that Champions League? Yeah, you know I mean, don't don't be, don't be like playing it down, saying oh no no no, next year no. You've got a chance to get in there now. You're in there now. You know what I mean? Get your chest out and say, let's go for it. Let's go for it. So, yeah, I think Villa are doing a great job. Really not looking forward to going to your place on Wednesday. Like honestly, man, that's like one of the worst places you could go right now based on our form. Uh, but yeah, man, like you guys should be buzzing, man. I think this is could be a great season for you. I think you should be going for that Champions League. I think that should be a clear objective now. Because your objectives have to change, in my view. You know, it's like Arsenal last year. People saying on match day 30 or whatever, oh no, the, the objective still ain't to win the, the the title. I don't know if you remember that uh, Sky Sports interview when Roy Keane yeah. and Gary Neville were having an argument because Gary Neville said if, if Arsenal don't win the league, then it, it's not a disappointment. Like, what, are you on about? what are you talking about? Your objectives have to change. You can't just be top of the table for 30... 250 days and then say, oh, if we don't win the league, you know, we, we, we won't. <laughs> it's not a disappointment. Of course it is. Your objective has to change throughout the season, right? So it's like saying, when we when we got to the FA Cup final, the Champions League final, the objective has to be to win the treble because you're then there. So for me, still early days, of course, I accept that. But right now, I think the objective for Villa should be, our objective should be getting to the Champions League final. Now that, not Champions League final, getting to the Champions League. That doesn't mean if you don't get into the Champions League, that you all go Emery out and you all start having a, mm. a, a you know a, a massive paddy or whatever, but you know it's that has to be now for me for, for an objective for Villa. I really think that that has to be an objective.
0: Yeah, spot on. Right, so the game. We welcome you. We are going for fourteen Premier League victories in a row at home. So this is this is a big game for Villa. Um, you've got Greeley suspended, Rodri suspended. Uh, how do you think this game's going to go? I mean, I, I have no Just to thought. add to that
1: as well, Docky might be injured because he went down the yeah. tunnel yesterday. Haaland could be in trouble because he swore at the referee and tweeted uh, after the game, which has now got half a million likes. So the FA not going to be very happy with that. Um, so he could be suspended. So, yeah. Um, mate, I've just said to you before, man, I, I'm... Nah. This is why for me, Spurs was a must-win yesterday because... That was the game where we had to be getting three points because going to villa mate like nah i'm just not happy i'm not I'm not feeling it I'm not confident you know I, mean? I think we're gonna have to shit house it a little bit you know what i mean we're gonna have to go there um yeah and just try and nick it I, 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 I don't know man i don't even know what to expect anymore bro because my teammate who who, defending... would, um,
0: who, who would go in the middle if Rodri's not playing do you think he'll start stones? Oh,
1: ask me, mate. I have absolutely no idea. You know <laughs> what I mean? Because we bought Kovacic. Um, he didn't play in the six when Rodri was suspended. We bought Nunes, who ain't, he ain't, even fit. And again, he didn't play in the six. Um, Callum Phillips ain't, ain't playing football for us again. So I, I, I don't know. I, I, I just don't get it really. I don't. This is one of the disappointing things with our transfer window is that we didn't get a backup to Rodri. No, I mean, we didn't, you know, Phillips. People will sit there and say, You've got Calvin Phillips, 40 million pounds, mate. You watch him play for cities, yeah, it's terrible. not good. He's just not good enough, man. And I know for England, he plays all right, but that's because England are dry and England are so <laughs> slow, you know <laughs> what I mean, in, in build up. And he works well in that, don't get me wrong. I think he's, he, he does all right, he's pretty good, you know what I mean. And I think if he went to another team that's slow and that plays with two like double pivots, you know what I mean, in midfield, that's probably going to work. But City, don't we play with a lone? a lone midfielder and you've got to be able to cover ground and cover it fast and he, he can't so that's not going to work um well i don't even honestly i don't know man um i don't even know personally if nunez was fit i'd give nunez a go in there but i don't think he's going to be fit and i don't think pep wants to play him there because he had the chance to play him there when Roddy was suspended and he didn't maybe he could play john stones in there but again he's injury prone this should be his first game back do you really want to play john stones in a huge game at aston villa in the center center and mid running around sprinting around when we're not playing our best um People will be like, you know, thinking that I want the violins out, man. But I, I don't I just don't know. I just don't I just don't know what we're gonna do, man. I don't I don't have a clue. You know, what I mean No, because I think
0: do? um you know when when every team has injuries, you know, you know what how it affects your team. Do you know what I mean? It's I don't think it's like getting the violins out at all, really. Cause you know I mean my
1: mates just texted me, yeah, and said um we're potentially looking at Kovacic, Rico Lewis, and Alvarez midfield. I mean, and that is just unbelievable. I mean, if you look where we was last last year, I mean, the contrast to last year is unbelievable. We had Rodri, Kevin De Bruyne, De Bruyne and Gundogan. Yeah, and we're going for that from Kovacic, Rico, Lewis and Alvarez. You know what I mean? A right back, an academy right back, a 29-year-old Kovacic who's not been great, to be honest, and a striker. You know what I mean? The the, the drop-off there is absolutely wild. So, and like I say, that's why for me, I just think we've got to come to your place, shithouse it a little bit. And just try and find a way. You know, we're not going to come there and blow you away. Absolutely no chance. You know what I mean? No, no way is that going to happen. So we got to go there. I want fighters on the pitch. I want players who understand that this is going to be a tough game. It's not going to be pretty. And just try and get a scrappy one nil or something like that. You know what I mean? Because and so you need fighters. Pick the fighters. Pick experience. So you might well Kovacic, Alvarez, a South American sort of bite about him. Rico Lewis. Maybe that is the midfield. I
0: don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sold it to you now. Right, cool, mate. It's been great having you on. It's been great getting your perspective on everything to do with Man City as well. So um, I'll put sort of like your description in the in the uh, description and then we'll just link you up and stuff. So um, cheers, mate. Cheers, man. Thanks for having me on. Cheers.